Yeah, my name is Johnny. I'm, um, I'm a member of Grace Church Haven't. Um, I'm also a secondary school teacher by trades. That's what I normally do during the day. Um, whether you are part of Grace Church or whether this is your first time um, that you, for being to Grace Church in your life, it is amazing to have you with us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for celebrating Christmas with us on this Sunday. Looking forward to baptizing um, Kerry a little bit later. Um, I'm just going to be speaking to you for a few moments and then we're going to watch a video and then look forward to baptizing here. I'm sorry anyone who thought that it was, there was going to be kind of like probably a first for Christians everywhere in terms of baptizing into snow. We just don't have enough snow. We can go and break the ice which is settling on the swimming pool out there, but we'll look forward to doing that in just a sec. Um, I want to speak to you for a few moments about joy. I wonder what the things are that bring you joy um, at Christmas. I made a quick list of, of things that I could think of. Um, lights, I think lights are a wonderful part of Christmas, isn't it? When it starts to get dark and everything starts to just get lit up like the wonderful lights that I've got behind me. Um, we love giving and receiving presents. My wife, Karis, is, um, she's a wonderful present giver, although I think I'm like also a terrible person for her to be married to in some senses because she asks me what I want for Christmas every year. And then as a book lover, I just give her six or seven very specific books, which I'm sure she finds very frustrating. Um, we love Christmas films as well. My personal favorite Christmas film, always and forever, is The Grinch, Jim Carrey version. I just don't think you can beat that as a Christmas film. I think that is just absolutely outstanding. If you can watch it without getting a tear in your eye when The Grinch is on the top of Mount Crumpet and his heart starts growing, like, man, you are made of sterner stuff than I am. Um, and I think the reason that we tend to, m lots of us love Christmas so much is because as human beings, I think we are just made to experience joy. There's a psychologist, her name is Dr. Pamela King. She says, joy is a core part of being human. And um, in case psychologists don't really convince you, I thought I would refer to the even greater source of authority in our, our lives, which is, of course, Tesco. If you've seen the Tesco Christmas advert this year, it's all about joy. They say that they are the Christmas party, ready to bring joy, because there is a joy shortage in the nation. Um, it says at the end of the advert, we stand for joy, we are the Christmas party. And that's just to like salute Tesco because we know that, hey, they're, they're doing this because we know there is a joy shortage. And as human beings, we absolutely love joy. We're drawn to Christmas because we are built for joy. The reason we take jobs, the reason we start relationships, the reason we um, have kids or go out with friends or watch Netflix or eat chocolate or celebrate with family is because we are human beings made for joy. And yet it also seems that true joy can seem so fleeting and elusive. So um, there might be a day that you know of in January. It always tends to fall in January. And that day is Blue Monday. And so Blue Monday is basically the day that people say is the most depressing, sad day of the year. I know, Merry Christmas, just introducing that at a carol service. Basically, there's like an equation, and they incorporate things like how much money people have got, how much debt people have got into over Christmas, um, it, how many days it is since the Christmas holidays have, have been and gone, um, how long it is since people have started their New Year's resolutions and have failed those new, new Year's resolutions. And this year, that is the 16th of January. The reason I bring that up is because it's easy to think and talk about joy when it's nearly the Christmas period and we're looking forward to Christmas. But actually, what we really need as human beings is we need joy that lasts us not just through the Christmas period, but lasts us Christmas Day and also lasts us on Blue Monday through the real highs of life and through the sad times as well. We need joy in the heights of the holidays and the slumps of the working week, joy in family time and joy in loneliness. We need joy in the euphoria 
of the World Cup group stages and the inevitable disappointment of a quarter-final exit. I'm sorry if that was too soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, just keep, I just keep replaying the penalty in my mind, just thinking, right, if you just keep it down, keep it down. And then I think, oh, no, but you can't go back in time, can you? Oh, gutting. Um, the incredible thing about Christmas, the reason that we are here um, as Grace Church every Sunday morning, the reason we are celebrating um, Christmas this afternoon is because in the Christmas story, God offers us true joy that goes deep and lasts long. It's present there in the joys of Christmas and family time that's there in the slumps of the working week and Blue Monday. Um, there, is a, um, there was a man who lived around the time of Jesus about 2,000 years ago. His name was Luke, and he was a doctor, and he basically set to work of creating like a biography of the life of Jesus so that people who hadn't seen him at the time in Judea and that kind of area could, could get to know him. And so he basically interviewed a whole load of eyewitnesses and created like a short biography of the life of Jesus. And funnily enough, that biography is called Luke. It's named after him. You can find it in the New Testament of the Bible. Um, but basically, in the, in the second chapter of this biography of Jesus, Luke tells us about some shepherds who are on a, on a hill near to Bethlehem where Jesus has been born, um, and they are looking after some sheep. And then Luke writes this. He says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The angels of Luke and Luke are telling us that in the first Christmas, there is the coming of joy. This will cause great joy for all the people, for everyone, young and old, male and female, rich and poor. And what is this joy? The angels tell us in the next line that it is the birth of Jesus, God himself. It is the joy of God, the God of the universe, taking on human flesh and coming to dwell with human beings like you and I. And so I want to just take a moment to think, what is this joy like? What is the joy that God offers to us in the Christmas story? What is it like? And I just want to pick up on two things. It's the joy of love and it's the joy of grace. The joy of love. All human beings have got this, this longing for, for love. We've got a longing for family. We've got a longing for home. It's hardwired into us. Some of us will be like, very much looking forward to Christmas at the moment because we're looking forward to spending that time with family. That's the things we're getting excited about. And some of us, that won't be the case. But it still remains that all of us will be, all of us are craving love. We all crave home and family. And the joy that God offers us in the birth of Jesus is the joy of experiencing love and family and home with him. And I just want to show you um, a quick advert, which you potentially have seen. Let's watch. Yeah, we can't wait. We got any peace. We're really excited. Merry Christmas. All the small things, true care, the truth brings. You're okay. I'll take yeah, one I'm fine. Your ride, best trip. Always, I know you'll be at 
at my show watching waiting how did it go waiting see it ain't so I will not go turn the lights off It's so good, isn't it? Um, I still find, I think I've watched it about 15 times now, and it still make, gives me goosebumps every time I watch it. Um, forgive me for jumping on the back of the John Lewis advert, but I would argue that the reason I think we find this kind of story so enticing, find it so warming to us, um, is because this is just a small picture, I would say, of, of what God does for us in the Christmas story. We tend to think of God as this miserly, grumpy old Grinch who lives on the top of Mount Crumpet and who is just waiting and boo-hooing us and seeing, trying to spoil all of our fun. And yet, actually, the true picture of what Christianity is all about is a relationship with the God of the universe who, like this couple, welcomes us into his home, who gives us a seat at his table for Christmas dinner, who wants intimacy, wants family, wants to welcome us. And that is the offer that he extends to all of us. He invites into his home, not just the, the joyful and triumphant, all the faithful. He welcomes the unfaithful, the joyless, the defeated to come and know him, to have family with him. The joy that God offers us in Christmas is the joy of love. Um, and it's also the joy of grace. Grace means showing kindness to people who don't deserve it. We don't do grace very well in the UK generally. Just look on Twitter or any social media app or the comment sections of all the BBC Sport. I was thinking people were going to be quite generous to Harry Kane. And if you go and look on the BBC Sport website, all the comments are posting. It's not, not good reading. Um, but actually God, the God of the Bible, is a God of grace. He extends grace to us whether we feel kind of dirty and aware of our shortcomings and our failings. And he extends grace and kindness to us if we feel like we're a, a good person and we tick all the boxes. None of us deserve God's love or have done anything to earn it. We all will fall short in countless ways this Christmas because we all fall short in countless ways all of the time. And yet God is a gracious God. He comes for all of us. He comes not just for the tiny Tims, but for us, the Ebenezer Scrooges. He comes not just for the Kevin McAllisters, but for the Wet Bandits. He comes not just for Cindy Lou Who, but for the Grinches like us, whose hearts are three sizes too small. Christmas means that God has not just come to be with us, but God has come to deal with all of our shortcomings forever. Because this God who is born in a wooden stable... 30 years later in his life, he's going to die and be nailed to another piece of wood. And on that cross, he is going to take all of our shortcomings, all of our bitter thoughts, all of our angry feelings, all of our unkind actions, all of our selfish words. He's going to take those and take all of the, all the punishment, all the rap for that, so that we can experience life with God forever. And God offers this to all of us as grace. It's a free gift. We tend to think of God a little bit like we think of Father Christmas. He's got a good list 
and he's got a naughty list. And to the good list, he gives all kinds of good things. And to the, the naughty, peop- naughty people, he gives just all kinds of terrible things. But the God of the Bible doesn't deal in karma. He doesn't have, well, he, in fact, he does have those two lists. And on the good list, there's Jesus. And then on the naughty list, there's all the rest of us. And the amazing thing about Christmas is that God has given us the opportunity through Jesus to be blessed and have amazing relationship with him, regardless of the kind of person we are, regardless of the kind of shortcomings that we have in our lives. There's um, a a verse of a poem that I just want to read from a guy called Glenn Scrivener. He says, talking about the difference between Santa and Jesus, he says, Santa gives things and then goes away. Jesus shows up to befriend and to stay. Santa rewards those with good behavior. Jesus comes near to the broken as savior. I just want to take a moment before you then watch it. I'm going to pray and we're going to watch a video and then we're going to baptize Kerry. But I just want you to take a moment, whether you would call yourself a Christian, whether you wouldn't call yourself a Christian, whether you're somewhere in the middle, dabbling on the edges, I just want you to take a moment to contemplate the joy that is offered to you this Christmas, regardless of what kind of week or month or year or couple of years that you have had just think about the fact that this Christmas God offers you the opportunity to know his joy it's a joy full of love a joy full of grace and he offers it to each of us I would offer you as well if you're here at Grace Church for the first time and you just think hey yeah I'd like to come and ask some questions or just see what this is like then we're going to be here at 10 a.m next Sunday can't promise that it's going to be really warm but you can promise that you'll get a warm cup of coffee and a warm welcome as well Um, and to finish I just want to pray for us and then we're going to watch a video and then we're going to baptize Kerry Father we want to thank you for sending your son to dwell among us and I'm asking that you'd bless us this Christmas with peace and love and joy thank you for coming close to dwell with us would you please pull us close and help us to dwell with you this Christmas time Amen.